When I worked as a tour guide, there were different tours that you could bid on. They were called bids, and it was a union thing, and you'd have them about three or four months. There was the downtown tour, which was about two and a half to three and a half hours, depending on traffic. There was the uptown tour, which was one and a half to two hours, but depending on traffic. And there was the Brooklyn tour, which was always an hour and a half. You know, as a tour guide, I really enjoyed the job, and I actually really enjoyed the people who were on the buses. I really came to really enjoy these tourists visiting New York. They seemed really kind of uncomplicated, and they listened to me, which is, in my book, always a great skill. But I didn't really want to get to know them too much. You know, generally speaking, I had some pretty strong boundaries. You know, I could be friendly, and every once in a while there'd be someone on the bus I really can, might feel kinship with. But it wasn't their friends, and I, 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 that was pretty clear. And so, for example, like the Uptown tour, like that could almost get too intimate because people generally were on that tour from start to finish. I mean, it was fine, but it started to wear thin by Lower Fifth Avenue. The Brooklyn tour was the same way. I didn't mind it as much out there for some reason. I mean, really, the best tour for me was the downtown tour. I mean, that's main stage, and it was kind of Churnum and Burnham. You know, it's not really about your relationships. People are getting on and off the bus so often that it's really about the tour, and it's just dynamic, and no one really stays on the whole time. I mean, every once in a while, someone would stay on the whole time, but generally, people are out and about. The only problem with the downtown tour is that you'd often get the same person twice on the same part of the tour. And then you'd be doing those jokes that seemed like they were totally improvisational, which weren't improvisational at all. And they would, they would look crestfallen. These people would definitely be like, what? Oh, I thought that was, you know, and after a while I would warn them. I'd say, listen, I, I got to be honest with you. You're getting on my bus again in this part of the tour. And it's very similar. It's basically the same. And that would help a little bit. Now, there was this other tour that I actually signed up for one summer. It was called the MC, the Manhattan Comprehensive. It was an all-day tour that people would sign up for, and they would get there at the terminal at 8.30 in the morning, and you would take them out on a coach bus. It was the summer. You'd take them out, and you would spend the whole day with them. You know, by the time the day was over, it was 5.30, you dropped them off at Rockefeller Center. You know, you'd take them downtown. A lot of it would be the tour, but then you'd have to get them on a boat, and they would be on the boat. And if you were being a good tour guide, you'd get on the boat with them, and you would take pictures for them, which, you know, in my heart, I totally understood was the right thing to do, and I just really just did not want to do it. And I really think it was less out of laziness. It's more as just like, you know what? Have fun on the boat. I'm going to be here at South Street Seaport reading or something like that. Same deal, we would go up later in the afternoon. We'd go to St. John's the Divine Cathedral. Well, the right thing was to go and go into the cathedral with them, take pictures of them. I just wasn't any good at it. You know, instead I would just sit in a garden on the other side of the street and, and read. At lunch, we always went to this lunch place. It was just terrible. It was right across from Ground Zero. It was a Chevy's, and it was this really bad, not very good buffet-style thing that they laid out. And we were always in this really bad room, too, like a dark room in the back of the restaurant. I remember seeing cockroaches. It was really bottom-of-the-basement kind of stuff. But I was always so impressed by the people on these tours. You know, as a tour guide, I wasn't any good at these tours. It was just not a good match. And I never really signed up again for those tours because I recognized, like, this is not a really good match for me. But the tourists who would take these tours, they were good at taking these tours. 
Wherever they went, whatever town they went into, these were the tours that they would take. They'd take all day tours and they'd be really friendly and they'd be friendly with each other and they'd be friendly with the tour guide. And they were always so grateful for everything that was there. So at Chevy's, it's really bad buffets laid out in a really bad room. They're not talking about how great it is. I mean, really positive, beautiful people. You know, in some ways, it was kind of an easy gig because I had these two breaks, one at South Street Seaport, one at St. John's the Vine, which is a beautiful place to hang out. And another level, I just felt like I'm just not really doing my job very well. And these people were so nice, they really wouldn't make us think about it. They wouldn't, they were fine. I mean, I think they thought probably I wasn't very good at it either. I didn't make huge money on that tour. It was just too intimate. But there was just one moment that I do remember. And we were up at Rockefeller Center and the day was over. And people were getting off the coach bus and I was standing by the coach bus and thanking them for taking the tour. And the crowd kind of thinned out and they were going off to the observation deck. And this one woman stayed behind and she probably was in her 60s, early 60s. She's a bright, nice person. She was Canadian. And she stopped and she talked with me. And she talked about doing these tours and how she had done these tours with her husband. And she didn't say anything. She didn't say that she was recently widowed. It was really clear to me as I was standing, basically facing her, but maybe at three quarters, that she had lost her husband sometime in the last year, that they had done the same tour a year before, and now he wasn't there anymore. And I didn't say anything. I just stood there with her, and it was there was no words passed. It was a total nonverbal understanding that passed between us. Maybe I took a breath, maybe I nodded. But just for that moment and that very busy midtown block, I kind of held some space for her. And it was very intimate. <laughs>